0: Welcome to Do You Know? Yeah. Danny? I'm John. What's going on? Well, Colin Powell died. Man, yeah, that's so sad. I have a question. So, he was the first black Secretary of State. He was the first black this, first black that. Is that a thing anymore? Like in 2021, to be the first ex anything. The first Asian this, the first gay that, the first black this. Like, are my kids gonna understand the impact of being, like, the first black president, I get. But, um, I don't know. Is that, like, a thing anymore? Is racism still a thing?
1: Is is that real? I think it's gonna morph. So, eventually, it'll be the first one percent Neanderthal Cherokee <laughs> to told This or that, because like we're running we're running out of races that because now everyone has has done something. Right. So we, we have that, that's done. Both genders, excuse me, both sexes have done it, but not all the genders. Right. So eventually it's gonna be like the first, openly, whatever, whatever the term is. I don't even know anymore. Yeah. One of those. One of those 27.
0: Do you think that's the secret, like, plan behind all these genders, is to become the first of yes. it? Like, uh, the first pansexual, the first... Absolutely. Uh, cisgender, the first...
1: It, like, I just wonder, could we go back and be like, actually, that was the first super straight. Like, I mean, it's, could we go back and then do it, or do we have to? Is it, like, moving forward? Because the way the rules work now, you get judged on today's standards from the past. Right. So it doesn't matter that era because we only base everything on today's criteria. Right. Which is wild if you think about it, because that's like saying in 10 years from now when there's a new criteria, that everything we're doing right now, today, is going to be judged in 10 years to those standards. So think about the future. Yeah. Flying cars, sustainability, everything basically green, okay? Political correctness, acceptability, and then you go back to whoever... Did something different in the past. And I was thinking about this driving the other day. When I was a kid, and, and maybe people do it still today, I try not to do it as much as when I was a kid. I used to just let the water run when I brush my teeth. Like literally, I brush my teeth, sinks running, okay? I wonder in 10 years, when we have this huge water shortage, if they're gonna come after me and you go like you go like, Dan. You were a big water abuser. I see. Because the idea is you're supposed to turn off the sink. You're supposed to flush the toilet, but not all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so imagine when I was a kid, and we're, we're brushing our teeth and flushing the toilet, we're like, yeah, like nonstop,
0: right?
1: Ten gallons, ten gallons, ten gallons, ten gallons, just like that, right to the right to the ocean, yeah in the future that's going to be a crime water crimes absolutely water crimes
0: would you want to be a water policeman <laughs> like Just can you mind imagine mind. like you you solve water crime like that would be a terrible movie water <laughs> detective <laughs> unless you were good at it <laughs> i mean <laughs> if you're missing 49000 <laughs> gallons of water i
1: always find my man I mean the water the water thing is gonna it's going to be insane in the future they're already talking about ways to stimulate more income for the government in California based on water abuse like they're already trying to implement ways to raise taxes um, to write tickets for example there are certain counties that if you water your lawn, on certain days of the week, it's a $1,000 ticket. Right now, as we speak. yeah. In 10 years from now, it'll be a $10,000 ticket. Hmm. So it's only going to go up to the point where where we're trying to get is everything is recycled. So if you go to Calabasas, I'm sure you've seen these signs, don't drink the water, it's recycled water. Right. So the idea is to take treated sewage water. <clears throat> that you can't drink not treated to that point but treated enough that it's not discolored it doesn't stain right but it still could be used to give nutrients to the plants the only problem is whatever animals are drinking it they can get sick hmm so it's going to be it's interesting if you try to think about it and i'm not sure the 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 viewers the listeners the watchers <laughs> They like, know. Now you know, right? How did uh, Colin pass away? The colon cancer? No, COVID.
0: He died of COVID. Because he had colon cancer. Well, he yeah, but the thing is, is that the he was vaccinated, so he had both shots, mm-hmm. and because he had cancer, and because he had an immune deficiency, mm-hmm. the COVID got
1: him, even though he was vaccinated. So he was uh, one of the breakthrough cases right yeah I mean it's you know the covid does not discriminate no it will it will get whoever um, yeah are you getting the next the booster
0: well I'm not 59 and I, I'm not in a um, in in a, in a sick class I don't know how else to put it so I'm not gonna get in that risk group in that risk group yeah, yeah. there you go so, I'm not getting a third shot. Okay. Because no. I'm in America. If I was in Israel, I think they'd treat it differently. But in America, mm-hmm. we do things differently here. We, we only treat at-risk and people over at the age of 59. I think you can just get them. They don't really ask a lot of questions. Right, but, that, but I'm going to follow the... Um, I'm going to follow what they're telling as far as that. I think it's maybe to conserve the amount, but also I think so they can monitor. They haven't really done the studies in America Mm -hmm. to do that. And there's such a small amount of people in Israel who are getting the shot, maybe with the heat and everything. So I don't know. I'm just going to follow because I live in California. They're
1: telling me what to do here. Let's just go with the program. Yeah. Yeah. I know a way you can get more people vaccinated. So, for example, um, you know how they have the uh, nightclubs? Yeah. Okay. So, you get to the nightclub, and if you get a shot, uh, you get uh, free drinks. If you get a shot, you get a shot. Free drinks, you get a shot. Yeah, there yeah. you go. A shot for a shot.
0: Yeah. I like it. If you get a shot, you get a shot. Exactly. <laughs> if you get two shots, you get two shots. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> they would sell out
1: of all the shots or whatever. Right. You know, it would be some kind of deal. You do a package called, like, the, uh, um, you know, the, uh, the viral uh, party package. Right. You know? and,
0: and, yeah, name the drink, like, a special. Right. the right. viral like, load. Exactly.
1: It's like, you get a uh, free Corona, bucket of Corona. Right. Um, and, obviously, they'll be defeated because <laughs> they'll drink them all. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, it's like, if you want to defeat Corona, come to my bar. Anyway, I think it would be an interesting idea. <laughs> so I got to say uh, not to give up too much of the date and time since these are unreleased. Dodgers epic comeback? Dude, that was... I was like sweating. Is that the best comeback? I, um,
0: pretty I much was sweating. So it was 2-0. And I'm like, cool. Mm-hmm. Then I hear it's 5-2. to two. Braves, and I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, then I hear home run, it's tied, and I'm like, yeah, baby. Yep, and then I hear, well, I don't want to spoil it, but (laughs) it's a game, it's
1: a series again. Go ahead, baby. No, I mean, I couldn't believe it. I thought even I was watching, um, you know, uh, basketball had just first first day of the new basketball season, yeah, and Charles Barkley. I gotta say. He put the perfect amount of just bad luck on the Braves. Mm. He was basically like, oh, the Dodgers, you know, he was talking kind of crap. Oh, I can't believe, you know, I would, I would even put money on them. Like, he was saying a whole thing about how disappointed he couldn't believe it. And, uh, you know, he said this when it's like, you know, sixth or seventh inning. <laughs> and then they fast forward to him at halftime. The will just get back on. Right, he can't even speak barely. Like they're they're basically calling him out. And Twitter, my God, how they clown Charles Barkley! Like right. all the Atlanta fans. Yeah. Like this is how he completely did the old host. What happens a lot in sports is a host will say something like, "This kicker hasn't missed a field goal for forty-seven tries." Right. And then they'll miss that kick. And then it's like the curse of the announcer. So they try to tell the announcers, don't say that before the kick. You say it after and you go, oh, they've extended their lead now to 48, like their kicks. Because it's like, for some reason, when when people do that, crazy things happen. Yeah. So I got to say, Charles Barkley, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) It's awesome. Yeah, so I'm talking about <coughs> sports and uh, some sad news. In Philly, uh, there was a girl who was raped on a subway train with passengers, people on the train, who did nothing because they feared for their own safety. Hmm.
0: Well, what were the uh, assailants like? Were they like large and with
1: knives? And I mean, like, what do we know anything about. We just know that a girl was attacked by a group who was intimidating. So it was a group. So it, we're talking about multiple people. Something like that. Yeah, a group of.
0: That can be scary.
1: Right. And 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 nothing. No one tried to. No one stopped anything. They let it happen.
0: It it's the train, man. You know, like when you're on the train, everyone just gets their newspaper and they just <laughs> shut, turn turtle up. No, really, man. I remember being in New York on the subway. And there would be like homeless dudes who are like screaming and walking through and everyone's just like reading their newspaper and eating their soup and Nothing like, like nothing's going on, like nothing's happening. And wow. I'm just like, are you guys seeing this? Like am I, am I, So I'm it's like prison
1: rules. I guess. You just, because in prison it's like you're supposed to just mind your own business. Right. I guess. <laughs> right? I, yeah. I mean, if I was on that train, I would have definitely intervened. Uh, somehow, I mean, you know, call nine one one. Some, I mean, anything. But you're on a subway. It's you're underground. Uh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. You, you need it. I don't know. Yeah, it's a complicated situation. Yeah. You would wish Superman would be there. <laughs> I mean, right. The right one. <laughs> and this is
0: why we have superhero comics to like to fill in for these unjust situations where where people feel like man if there was only a, a hero instead of the average human but it's still not right. it's just not life. right it's so not right
1: it's just, not, it's just no. It's no I know
0: right. I know but people unfortunately look out for their best interests
1: but the thing is when um, George Floyd was getting killed by the police officers yeah and couldn't breathe it's like I mean it's a similar situation people were not intervening they weren't stopping Right. They're just filming it. Right. That's the same situation. like Rodney right. King. Same thing.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, it's unfortunate. I mean, in the school, they're telling the teachers they want them to give both opinions on things. So now, for example, they told the teachers to give the other side to the Holocaust. Hmm. And I'm not sure how there is a, uh, s- some kind of a valid point that you could make that would weigh you from one side to the other. Like I'm I'm guessing the way the reason they have that rule of saying, hey, we don't want to just teach like a biased thing, we want to get both sides to the argument. Yeah. For example, science and religion. Okay? Like they want to give both sides of it, not just say, hey, it's all science or it's all religion, but it says, hey, some people believe in. Uh, religion, and some people believe in science, and then you get to make your decision. Right. What would be the argument to say, um, Holocaust, right, killing... This was in a board meeting, and and they're learning about the new policy. Right. And the teachers are taking snapshots of this curriculum, and trying to understand for themselves before they go to their union to say, how would I even deliver this to my students? Right. And I think it's just one of those um, that the principal wasn't thinking or that board wasn't thinking uh, clearly to give something that you can have an objective debate that has two sides. Why pick something that is so one-sidedly wrong to make some kind of point for a new rule moving forward. And it may be that whole push for this whole, like, big kind of undefined world that we live in where we make up our definition as we go. Right. Things don't really matter unless they do. Right? And we'll judge you on them. Right, But it's strange, because you would think in a time like today, where we're holding people to standards of today for what they did in the past, why wouldn't the standard for the Holocaust be at one of the highest levels? To be like, oh my god, you're killing people based on their religion and their sex, and just complete racism and Everything horrible. But that is not as a big deal as not, uh, or as then saying, like, it's a bigger deal to basically say, oh, hello, ladies and gentlemen. Because you're not being inclusive of the group of people who's not a lady or gentleman. Right. So to me, it's very, it's just uh, when you're going to pick your battle. Right. Yeah, it is. It's very, uh, very strange. Now, we could not find the book of questions.
0: But right. we have
1: another book.
0: We have the book of schmooze. Book of schmooze. Book of schmooze. So let's
1: schmooze.
0: Let's schmooze. All right. So, love versus infatuation. What is the difference between love and infatuation? I would
1: say that love <coughs> is an unconditional genuine feeling and an infatuation is more of an obsession mm. so you could be infatuated with something but not love it then again you could love it but are you loving it because it's an unconditional love or are you loving it because you are infatuated with So it almost reminds me of being um, compulsive, like a compulsive disorder.
0: Hmm. Interesting. (laughs) I have a slightly different take on it. Uh I I, I think infatuation is a feeling that you have. It's all encompassing. I want to be with this person all the time. I can't be without them. I think about them 24 hours a day. To me, just to me, love is not a feeling. It's giving, seeking nothing in return. Mm. Now, when there's another type of interaction that you give to someone, and that's reciprocity. So I scratch your back, you scratch my back. That's a, that's a part of a relationship. So when you're in a relationship with someone, mm. you scratch each other's back. You kiss each other, and they kiss you back. You have sex with them, they have sex with you back. Mm. You buy a gift, they buy a gift back. But when you're in love, and I'm not talking about the in-love feeling, I'm talking about truly being in love, you can actually have feelings of hate towards this person. You can feel hate Mm -hmm. at times, and yet you still do the right thing. Mm -hmm. So it's not a feeling, it's what you do. So I think love is an action Mm -hmm. that you do, and infatuation is a
1: feeling. Okay. That you experience. Interesting, and and it's like inside of you. Yeah, I yeah. like that. I mean, I, I think that's a good way to to break it down. Also, um, you know, sometimes I think of that that feeling of being immersed. Yeah. You know? Then, I always I think of infatuation as almost um, as if you can't take your eyes off of it. Right. And I don't think of it as in a good way. Like you can't take your eyes of it because it's so beautiful. But I think it's more of because you're a little creepy. You know what I mean? Like uh, leering. Kind of right. Would be infatuated with a cocktail waitress. Like when I worked in Vegas, you'd have beautiful model cocktail waitresses. And there would be some guys who could say, hey, how you doing? And go on with their business. And there'd be other guys who would just be staring with their tongue out of their mouth. <laughs> and you're like, dude, you're leering. Right. It's creepy. Right. Give her a little space. Right. She's trying to make a buck. Right. You know. I mean, you'd see everything from the other side of the table.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but is okay. Is, but here, okay, is it fair for you to make that judgment when the cocktail waitress is wearing a low cut dress, has done her makeup, has done her hair, is wearing shoes that are like appealing, has. Creamy skin with the lotion. Mm-hmm. Like, all everything targeted towards the man's brain, who's the creep, the mm-hmm. creepy man. Is it fair that his tongue is out of his mouth? He, he's not even in his right mind. I, I
1: think... Like, I still, how can you sit there in judgment? She's she's put on her war paint. I mean... He's been decimated. The thing is, it's like, regardless of, of what she's doing, there's still um, an etiquette to how to professionally gaze at somebody to still check them out say <laughs> so, there's a way to still check someone out right. without leering at them so it is, So he needs to go back to the academy and learn <laughs> how you look at a girl who's in all her costume looking good and where you're not at her with the tongue out of your mouth we're able to look at her and actually say something like, she's a cocktail waitress. How are you doing? What kind of beers do you have? Just saying, start a conversation. While you're talking, you can see her. Right. It's not creepy. Because now you're not going to make her uncomfortable. If you're staring at her with your tongue in your mouth and she says, do you want something to drink? And you can't talk because you're just staring at her. Right. You're making everyone else feel weird. But maybe he didn't get proper
0: treatment by his parents, by his brothers, by his uncles, mm-hmm. by his cousins. Yeah. So... What are we as a society to do with such an unfortunate? Well then we just judge him.
1: Is that really what we do? We just judge him? That's what we that's what we do I'd say that's what we that's what you do in the business. Like what I'm saying is if you're if you're in the moment, right, you're not gonna get him help. You're not gonna say, hey, don't leer at her. Why not? Not our place. Be- each one, teach one. The only the only way that anyone would say something to him is if the cocktail waitress went to her boss yeah. and said, hey, this guy's making me feel uncomfortable and she made like a harassment issue against him and then the management would have the authority to call security and to trespass him for being inappropriate if he was inappropriate in the eyes of the management based on their criteria for that department. So what I'm saying is every department has a list of rules. I'll give you an example. There was a dealer who was a model and she wore kind of like, I'd say like nightclub dance attire to deal in, like tight leather. It was her job to do that. And she had a guy who for the whole eight hours that she was at work sat with her To beg her to please go home with him. Mm. And he would tip, give her $100, $500 He He would hand her money, tips. Yeah. To sit there. And he was like, where are you parked? And where do you live? And when you get off work, I'm going to buy you a ring. And we're going to get married. And I mean, on and on and on and on for eight hours the whole night. So at the end of the night, she told the managers that she felt uncomfortable. Because she's going to be getting off work. This guy might follow her or something. And she wanted to make sure she had an escort. The but she's escort. wearing like it's her job. Oh my god. So what gosh. happened is they ended up trespassing the guy. That he could never come back to that property. Because when she was trying to leave, he would not let her leave. He was trying to kind of block her from leaving. He was like, No, you can't leave yet. So they had they got security it was a whole thing.
0: This reminds me of something similar. Imagine if instead it was reversed and men walked around and just slapped people in the face and you couldn't wince. You had to just take it like a man. So you walked up and you just slapped someone in the face and if they like jerked their face, you go, I'm filing harassment, you know, because it's the natural instinct just to cry after you get hit in the face, right, or, or at least to go like, ooh, you know, right. and you're just walking around, you're just slapping people in the face, you're just backhanding them, slapping them, and it's the same thing, because you're triggering, like, involuntary parts of the brain, it's not the frontal lobe that deals with reason and logic, you're dealing with, like memory. You're dealing with sensory depiction. You're dealing with the visual cortex. So when you're looking at a girl, right, this could stimulate visions of mom, of sister, of wife, of you know all of these things. Right, and so this person is being transported to being a child. So that's why the tongue comes out of the mouth because this person is now a child again, and. The same thing goes with, with the memory, but now it's the visual cortex. Now the person is primed for mating. So they see something for whatever reason, leather looks, I mean, I don't know why, but it, you know, leather is something like that. But it could also be something shortcut, or red is usually like that, or black is usually like that, or shiny is usually like that. And it overrides all thinking. So it's not fair. It's like it's like the casino using a marked deck.
1: You know, or or I mean the idea of it is that they want um, people to want to gamble and drink and behind her dealing they have a go-go dancer. What I'm saying is they have it they call these the party pits and they pay you worse odds. For example, if you get a blackjack, it'll pay six to five instead of one and a half or three to too.
0: No, no, I understand. But
1: that. what I what I'm saying about the guy, yeah, his mannerisms, based on all of that, he still has to have enough uh, control from his animal instinct to be able to let the girl go home, not make her feel uncomfortable, and
0: carry on. Right, but what I'm saying, what are we doing as a society to teach? Well, we teach etiquette. Men? We teach etiquette. Who does? Well, Ann Landers in the newspaper. Like, who's teaching etiquette? Well, I'm saying you you had a bar mitzvah. You
1: you know etiquette. I'm saying people, but most people don't. Well, I'm saying most at people home, are animals. When you have family, most people are animals. I know, but people are raised with a mom or a mom and dad or a dad or two dads or three moms or whatever it is now. I'm saying between <laughs> them all, okay, whatever scenario you fall into.
0: Yeah, even you, you Mowgli
1: Mowgli was raised by wolves right Mowgli had etiquette <laughs> raised by wolves right the most uneducated people right or things or animals that's what I'm saying is you need to take your teachers your friends i mean come on there must be etiquette on youtube there must be etiquette on twitter I mean, you're watching all these people get fired. You're watching all these people going down for sexual harassment. You're watching Me Too. You're right. watching everyone get get thrown in jail. I think
0: that's because we don't teach etiquette. I think I think that's, obviously, for men, I'm just saying, men, as a whole, outside of certain cultures, there's no training for a man to become a man. There's so, no training for so that. So you just become 16, 14, 13, 12, 11, 10, 9... 21, 50, 60, 70, you just become an age and that's it. There's no like party, there's no training, there's no like course, there's no exam. It doesn't exist for the majority of the world. So they're, they're cavemen. Right. So you're saying the world's cavemen. Yes. Okay, well the thing is... And that's what I'm saying. I'm saying so each one teach one. If you see an opportunity... Instead of judging the guy, going like a caveman, and he's got that club, and he's got like a sloped forehead, and you're going like a damn caveman, you could instead go, you know, there's a way to handle this. You know, you could. No, I'm just. Then I would be
1: judged by my peers. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I would rather be, you know, judged by twelve than carried by eight. But you know what I'm saying? Like, right? I'm just saying. Like, you're still gonna get. Then it's like, I mean, the only way is if you could. And let me rephrase, I have helped people by making jokes, ah. by going, hey, why don't you stick your tongue out at me? Like I've said <laughs> things like that, actually, or like maybe she'll bring us both a beer. Like, you know, now you order a beer, right. right? I've done that at the table to kind of help her out or like, oh, maybe I should give you a dollar to give to her like I grab mine on my tray or should we give her a 100? I'll pick up like a $100 chip and I'll put it back but just to like should we should we give her something? Right. And then he'll be like, "Oh, I should tip." Ah, so I've done that before from you've done it. I have done it. Yes. But okay. I'll be like, "Hey, hey I'll slam the excellent. tip." So actually I have. I have. Excellent. But not in the way of let me teach but more in a joking. Yeah, sure. Uh buddy way. Like, There's different ways to right. teach. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. You were Patch Adams.
0: That's fun. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's Patch
1: Adams giving the nose. <laughs> Wear that. Okay, well, anyway, this is Danny. This is John. And we'll see you next time. Peace.